0: Hola y bienvenidos. Hello and welcome to Una Palabra Sola, where we get to learn Spanish one word at a time. I'm your host, Megan Miller, founder and teacher at Approve Language Solutions. Empezamos and let's dive in. Jennifer Jane Young is an intuitive business advisor, founder of the School of Intuitive Leadership, and United Nations Consultant. She helps entrepreneurs and leaders find the path of least resistance, make the biggest impact, and create more exponential success through right brain and intuitive leadership. She brings together the last 12 plus years of her experience coaching, advising and managing startups to multi-six and seven figure businesses. Her background in yoga therapy and experience leading a community for the United Nations of 500,000 plus members in partnership with the International Trade Center in Geneva, Switzerland. Jennifer uh, facilitates growth, flow, and transformation for heart-centered, impact-driven entrepreneurs and businesses. She helps her clients translate their visions and intuitive guidance into practical actions, and helps them find the most intuitive and and aligned solutions and path forward to success. Jennifer is the host of her podcast, Finding Your Flow, and soon to be author of her new book, Say Yes to Your Yes, How to Trust Your Gut and Take the Leap in Business and Life. She is currently living her Mexican dream life with her two rescue dogs. If it's okay with you, we can just go ahead and dive right in, because I have been, it sounds like you have a lot of opinions about this word, and I I want to hear all of them.
1: Yes. <laughs> well, it was a very confusing word for me at the beginning, because, like, I, you know, spoke English and French, but we don't really use that in French, but for me, yeah, I meant yes, so when I heard people saying yeah, I was like yeah, what, (laughs) what are you talking about? (laughs) And then like people would say like angrily and I'm like, why would you say yes in such an angry way? What is happening? You know? Um, so it took a while for me to, to get used to. And I started using the word with my dogs actually, because I, I, I learned how, like, it was essentially like setting a boundary, saying no, asking to stop, It's like, yeah, can mean no in many different shapes and forms. Or it can also mean like, yeah, now. It can also mean kind of like now. Yeah, me voy afuera. Now I'm going outside. Or it can also mean like, uh, yeah, like it's done and over with kind of thing, you know? So it has like so many, and that's what I love about the word. It's like you can use it in so many different contexts. But I started using it with my dogs. Um, I think because I heard my ex using it when he was, like, enough with the dogs, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, And it is still the word that I, it is the one Spanish word that I use with them all the time.
0: Well, dogs are such gateway, they're wonderful gateway, like, drugs to Spanish. Because, like, Mm -hmm. there's some things that I will say to Norman that I would not say to a human. And, (laughs) like, mijito that's mm-hmm. or or osito like I don't go calling anybody else like a little teddy bear and I'm like hey me 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 or mi osito, and it's like yeah. my little son <laughs> even though he's a dog like if you pee on your feet that much you shouldn't be a human so he's he's yeah. a dog but just to way, back up
1: <laughs> yeah this, my dog pees on my foot so it's
0: yeah, oh. it's like three
1: times now that we go for a walk and I'm like not focused and he lifts his leg and he pees on my foot.
0: Power move.
1: <laughs> then I use yeah. Very <laughs> intensely.
0: What the F just happened here? Seriously. Well, to back up, your word is yeah. Y-A. And I learned it like yes. already or enough. Like besting yeah. Like enough already. Yeah. But you're saying that yeah. this word can be used whenever however like it's almost like a a blob or like a cat in a bowl it can take whatever shape you want it to take yeah
1: a hundred percent a hundred percent and that's what I love about it because you can squeeze it into all kinds of different different contexts which is which is really fun and it's simple
0: it is Ew. it's one syllable it can be very much like yeah like let's go let's go party. Or it can be like, yeah, like enough. Actually, Spanish teacher,
1: there's one thing I don't know about this word. Can it be used as a yes also?
0: I don't teach it that way, but this is, this is the lovely 50 shades of gray of language because there's a lot of gray and as English is spoken more and more throughout the world, I think people start to learn. Yeah. Like yes, yeah, or yeah, but you know how we usually say yeah, and um, yeah and yeah sound very similar, right?
1: And I actually had a friend of mine do a a a reels on this the other day because she's Indian and they actually I think they use it a lot also. But she was like making the joke about how in English we're like. Yeah, no, no, yeah, and how confusing it is because we use both words in the same sentence and you're like, is this person saying yeah or no or no or yeah, you know?
0: Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, and it's very much like if we're in agreement with something and we'll say like, yeah, I don't think, and it's like that started out positive and then we just made it negative, and I think uh. that is another thing that people learning English have a really hard time with, because english there there are no rules. It's kind of anarchy. Like everyone's running around in masks going, yeah, and yeah, but yeah, no. <laughs> so, have you ever heard uh, it as a yes in in Mexico? I
1: don't think so. That's what i was I was thinking of is
0: no. I think
1: I accidentally use it as a yes sometimes because my English brain kicks in. But no, I don't think I've ever heard anybody. No, people here will say C or CP. CP means like kind of yeah, yeah, sort of. I think like, yeah, yeah, like it's interesting. I've never heard of CP. CP, sorry. I think it means yep. Yeah, CP, I think it means yep. Interesting. I think it's a Mexican thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Which language are we in now? This is so confusing.
0: <laughs> I've never I've never heard CP, but it, it sounds adorable. So it sounds like it should be Mexican.
1: Yeah, and it's super cute. It's S-I
0: space P I. Okay. So it's almost like wi but C P. With a space. <laughs> yeah, with a space. I don't know if there's any space in wi Yeah. this is what I love about this this podcast though because like it's not until we think about the one word that we're like oh holy shit this this appears a lot in real life In just like alrededor, right like um I was talking with my intercambio partner the other week and we were talking about contractions and I didn't realize how many contractions we use so many like in spanish there are two al and del that's it uh-huh. i didn't even know what the contraction was i was like what do i think the contraction you know like when we're um we're lazy <laughs> two uh-huh. words we want to squish them together like weren't don't um okay. ain't aren't <laughs> so there's only two in spanish uh-huh Al and del like if you're going al I don't no. know juego de football, you're uh-huh. going to the football game no. or you came from del del barco, right? like I just disembarked. I came from Vine de del barco and yeah. de el and a l
1: interesting i mean i just butcher my spanish because i just kind of like it just comes out and i i would actually really love to record myself and like listen to it and translate it to see what i actually said sometimes because now i'm getting more and more comfortable with it and i i just like go off and then i'm like i don't think that was the proper verb tense that i used
0: but yeah. I mean, what's what's the reaction that you get when you just kind of go off? Like, are people, are they following and like nodding? Or are they going like, no, I no, didn't understand following. any of that? You no, know, I
1: actually get compliments on my Spanish all the time. Like people are like, your Spanish is excellent. It's like really, really good. I get stopped by the police here and they like, we end up chatting for like 20 minutes because they're like, your Spanish is so good. The last time they let me off the hook with no ticket, which is big for Mexico because generally you either get a ticket or you need to fork up some kind of cash. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, no, I get compliments all the time on my Spanish. And people are like, yeah, sometimes your, your, your tenses are... A little off but um i my spanish teacher told me that i was advanced
0: so i think that's that's have, the hardest part about spanish is you have all this knowledge in your head and you're like i don't know what i am but so anyways. the police the police stop you in mexico why uh, like just to uh, chat you
1: okay. up uh they put stop you for no good reason here ah uh. Yeah, they stop you. I mean, well, the last time, to be fair, was my fault. I forgot to turn my lights on at night. (laughs) But. um,
0: Oh, when you're driving?
1: Yeah. (laughs) No, because I'm in the city here, right? So you can't. (laughs) There's so much lights. You can't see if your lights are on or not. And I don't know. I forgot. And uh, I had my friend in the car with me with her three kids at the back. They were they were on vacation here. And literally the whole time she was like. (laughs) Like panicking. She was like, oh, my God, we just got stopped by the Mexican police. We're going to go
0: to jail. They get such a bad rap in, like, Netflix shows and things. So I know. are they are they as bad as Netflix shows want us to believe?
1: No. So here's the thing. They're super corrupt because it's just Mexico is a corrupt country. Um, But they're super nice. Like here, the police, when they come to your window, they shake your hand. You can step out of your car and go talk to them. If you step out of your car in Canada or the U.S., talk to the police, you're going to get, like, tased, to the ground. Yeah, tased to the ground. Yeah. No, you can step out of the car and chat with them. And they're super, super polite. With me, anyways. They're always super polite and super friendly and kind. And,
0: yeah. Could you ever see yourself using ya with them? (laughs) Disculpe, policia. Ya me voy. Ya me voy. I don't want the ticket. Gracias, pero ya.
1: I mean, I don't Basta know. Ya.
0: Basta ya. I guess.
1: uh I don't know. I guess maybe if he told me, "Here's your ticket. You need to go pay it at the police station," I'd be like, "Okay, gracias. Ya me voy." <laughs> But I wouldn't. No, I don't know if I would use it in many other contexts with them.
0: Yeah, I think of "ya" is almost like a a little bit more informal, like aggressive word. Like yeah. I'm, I'm not gonna use it with like a um authority. Yeah, <laughs> like I'm just thinking like any professor or police or like, yeah. Ja. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, you, you get with friends and family and very- family and dogs, Friends, family and dogs, which, by the way, I don't know if you can hear Johnny slurp licking himself. If you do, I really apologize. <laughs> he has an obsession with licking himself and it, it can
0: last like an hour and a half. Fun, fun. Yeah. Well, mm. I don't know. I'm just thinking I haven't really like seen it written that much either.
1: Like I've maybe on it. Facebook
0: because Facebook has everything.
1: Yeah, exactly. I see it written a lot on, like, promotional stuff, like, ya primo. So, Uh, yeah. yeah. So it's used a lot as, like, a punctuation word here on, like, out, like, on billboards or in magazines or stuff like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a fun word. It's a really fun word. And I think it could be fun. You know, the 50 things list that we do at the school? Mm Mm-hmm would it be fun to do a 50 things list with the word, yeah, 50 ways to use it? (laughs)
0: Yes. (laughs) Yes. Because like there's so many different little nuances, unas unas matices, um, Mm -hmm. that it really depends on the context.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And the
0: uh,
1: energy or Mm -hmm. the uh, mood of the person or the moment
0: the intention Um, like it can be in a rush it can be angry or frustrated it can be like running late
1: yeah I use it frustrated a lot with the dogs when we're walking
0: especially if you get your foot pissed on like that's just disrespectful
1: yeah I know I don't know what I mean the first time he did it we were in Canada talking to the vet outside and I guess he was done waiting so he just peed on my foot on my like Ugg boots um and then yeah he just we went walking the other day again and I was like not focused and he just lifted and like then I was in like chanclas flip-flop oh, yeah and shorts so I had like the burning pee on my foot until I walked home which was impossible to walk home because my was all wet my my chancla and it, it was a mess
0: it's like cuidado chancla mojada <laughs>
1: yeah it was not a good moment honestly i uh was i did not appreciate it so that came out in that moment um or if he you know johnny goes a little psycho when he meets other dogs so the yeah is the yeah has kind of um become my my caesar melanz Mm -hmm. so i kind of use it with the same intention to like snap him out of it
0: yeah you probably use ya, like I use oye. I use oye bunch. Okay. Like, hey. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Stop. <laughs> like, oye. 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 Yeah. Oye. <laughs> I
1: actually don't use oye a lot. I'm starting to a little bit, but um, <clears throat> I only use it sometimes with people that I know really well because you know you wouldn't like go up to someone you don't know and be like hey (laughs) hey you you know so it it has to be in a very casual setting with someone you know
0: yeah that and um like it it has to have the right tone too of like I think I've used Oye more trying to get somebody's attention because like I have tiny little legs so if I'm like trying to catch up with somebody, I might be like, oh <laughs> hey, yeah, like, wait for me. For me. Esperame. Like I'm trying to get there as fast as I can, but my little piernas yeah. are like do 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 do. <laughs> you know how I
1: use it more Oye? I use it less like that. I use it more. So we've just shifted words, people, sorry. We've just changed the word of the day. But um I use Oye more um when I want to like share something dramatic, I'll be like, Oye. Sabes que?
0: Uh-huh. <laughs> like, did you hear this thing? Well, and it's funny because Spanish can be such a dramatic language. Of just yeah. like, do sabes? Like even going back to yeah, yeah, tu sabes? Like what? What? What do you know already? Like yeah. it, it can be a great yeah. little punchline.
1: I mean, I don't know about other Spanish-speaking countries, but Mexico is full of cheese me. Yes. Oh, Oh,
0: it's it's everywhere. It's endemic at this point. All the cheese may. I love cheese may though, and cheese may is just gossip. It's just like talking. But it's I've I've heard stories of like people are on the bus, and somebody is talking to them and they're responding, and they're going to a town like four hours away, and they get to their town and. (laughs) Everybody knows that they're there, and they know their backstory because of that one person on the bus. On the bus. Because you don't talk to just one person, you no. talk to like dozenas. You just you talk to a dozen, because yeah. it just word travels so much. I mean, and now that WhatsApp exists, WhatsApp is huge in Latin
1: countries. So it's like the person on the bus texts the next, the person, and then the te- and then the WhatsApp just like explodes, and then the world knows the whole thing.
0: It's just like a mushroom cloud of information. But I think that's why little words like oye or ya are so important because they just kind of help destacar. They help like emphasize what you want. So mm-hmm. we were talking about ya. We were talking about chisme. We were talking about oye. We were talking about dog training. Yeah. We were talking about a lot. How wow. has, like, I'm just curious. Did you start learning Spanish when you were still in Canada?
1: Uh, I did not.
0: Um, I've had a dream of speaking Spanish since I'm a teenager.
1: It's just something that was like in me. I knew or I had this like intuitive feeling that Spanish needed to be part of my life. I did not know how. I had no idea that I would ever live in Mexico. And when I came to uh, live in Mexico for the first time, when I came to visit Mexico for the first time, I landed here and it was like, oh, my God, I'm home. Like it was that immediate feeling. I knew there was something here for me. Um, So anyways, fast forward a couple of years, I land here to live. And uh, no, I knew nothing of Spanish at all. Mm -hmm. Um, My partner at the time was Mexican, and his family did not, he spoke English, but his family did not speak English. So um, I just had to learn really quickly. And I immediately started taking classes. It was kind of like, You know, like the eat, pray, love kind of thing. I'd meet my Spanish teacher at the cafe. We'd have a coffee and do Spanish. And then i go home and, you know, the whole thing. Um, And I just kept at it every, it's been like six years now. And I just kept at it all the time. And um, I also lived in a very local area here for a few years where nobody, nobody speaks Spanish. And there are no white people. So la huerita caminando en la calle... It's much, it's much better if I was speaking Spanish to not attract too much attention. So if I would go into a store and like speak Spanish fluently, they could actually even potentially think that I was from Mexico City.
0: Yeah, I mean, people forget that there are white Spanish people. Yeah. There are ginger exactly. Spanish people. There yeah. are Spanish speaking people that are native that look like every amalgamation of humans. But I think that we get like so kind of focused into that one kind of uh like somewhat indigenous looking like dark skin dark hair, um, yeah, trenzas or or you know bright colors or something. And then when people come in and they look different, our brains are like, wait, what? You don't yeah. fit the stereotype.
1: Yeah, I remember the first time because in the Caribbean, obviously you ha- you see the typical you know darker skin. Latin person, um, which is what we're used to. And I remember the first time I met people from Mexico City, I'm like, eh? "You're not Mexican with your skin? What's happening?" You know. And I started to learn about all the different areas in in Mexico, and yeah, there are people who look very North American, you know. And yeah.
0: Well, because Mexico is part of North America, and we forget that. I am. I can't. <laughs> I still cannot wrap my head around that. I. I I
1: can't wrap my head around that I'm like Mexico is not North American it it just isn't like the maybe Cancun feels like it a little bit because it, it's very Americanized but I still struggle to to process that piece of information
0: yeah is it just like the cultura that just kind of it's like this doesn't belong in North America this is it its own thing
1: Uh Uh-huh, it does not belong in North America. It is not the same energy at all. Um, And I actually feel like it it doesn't, how can I say this in a positive way? (laughs) It deserves to not be part of North America because Mexico is really unique. It has its own unique culture and energy and vibe and people and history and I think it just doesn't fit in the North American bubble. Yeah. I don't like North America. It just doesn't fit.
0: Yeah. So what what is the vibe? What is the energy if you can sum that up? Oh (laughs) man. Off the cuff, you know.
1: Well, okay, I'll speak for Cancun, the Caribbean, because this is where I am, but the energy is welcoming and soft and gentle and kind and fucking chaotic and sensual not sexual sensual like Mm -hmm. just they're just very loving touchy-feely attentive people
0: yeah
1: um The energy is also, like, there's a lot of respect and politeness here, a lot. Mm -hmm. A lot of um, humanity, I guess I would say. Like, one of my favorite things about here is when you walk into anywhere public and there's human beings, everyone greets each other. So if you're sitting at the doctor's office and someone walks in, everybody stops what they're doing, lifts their head, and says, Buenos días, buenas tardes. And the person coming in does the same thing. People greet each other here. They look at each other in the eyes. are mm-hmm. walking. In in North America, we 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 look down. Yeah. We're walking.
0: Here or, or even worse, we just look straight ahead and it's just like dead inside.
1: As if it's like they're a ghost. We don't even see yeah. them. But here, yeah, no, everybody greets you. If you cross somebody, that everybody says hi and yeah, so I guess that's how I would it extremely welcoming. I think though the word that is most strong for me is welcoming. You just no matter who you are, where you come from, if you when you come to Mexico, you are greeted equally.
0: Mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And and the cool thing about welcoming is like we say bienvenidos for like welcome, mm-hmm. but to actually welcome somebody, it's dar. Dar la bienvenida. It's to give the welcome it, it yeah. just kind of solidifies that there's a verb there's action and intent behind welcoming somebody like my neighbor gave me a hug the other day and I was like oh my god you're touching me what I remember awesome. when my mom came to DC when I was living in Washington DC for a time and she um wanted to run on the mall she had like this big Forrest Gump ambition run on the mall. And um, she's from the Midwest, as am I. And, like, when she crosses somebody, she says hi or waves or does something here. She was like, oh, my God, no one said hi back. I was, like, the weird woman running on the National Mall. And I was like, yeah, we don't. We just look straight ahead. It's like, unless somebody is literally running you over, you don't make the eye contact or you don't darla bienvenida. Yeah. to anybody and it it feels very closed off it feels i like how you brought up soft because it feels in the u.s like we're very controlling mm-hmm. we want to control the situation and in right. mexico even though it's a little chaotic everybody's like yeah yeah exactly i mean there's a
1: good and there's beauty in the chaos here um and there's also like you know it, it's it's messy sometimes but i feel like what happened to me when i came here is i softened mm-hmm. really like i softened I relaxed, I let go, I like stopped in the, the controlling thing. I, at first, no, at first I was like, why aren't people not showing up on time? And why is my thing not fixed? And why is this? For-? It's just like, why do we have no power? I was kind of, you know, being very North American about it. And now it's like it's it's part of how, how life is, you know. And um, so yeah, there's good and, and bad sides to it, but I think one of the reasons why people love coming to Mexico so much is when they land here, they just
0: relax yeah it just kind of tells you to soften it tells you to just take a break yeah
1: yeah because
0: the the cultura is different so do you have anyone in mind that would benefit the most from living in Mexico anyone you meet and you're just like you are the personality type you need to soften you need a break i don't know if i should
1: publicly meaning these people i think there's a lot of people that need to come, <laughs> to but i don't know that there's a lot of people that could live here That's... so we, there's a lot of expats that come to live here and they kind of want to bring their american life into mexico and then they don't adapt there's a lot of expats here um I won't name the category of people but there's a lot of expats here that have been living here for 15 20 years and they can't speak spanish yeah they don't speak spanish they and then they run into problems and then stuff happens to them because they look like a big tourist walking around who doesn't understand spanish and can't speak spanish and then obviously if you get stopped by the police here and you can't you know it's so it's like you, you i think if you come here you really have to be prepared to change your way of being uh adapt to the life here and um and if you do you really like that's when you can really take in
0: mm-hmm. the
1: beauty of of this country I think
0: yeah so it's almost like using taking it back full circle or square whichever shape you would want <laughs> I would like <laughs> I would like a circle, please. No, infinity symbol. Let's do the. Infinity. Okay, all right. Taking it back to the last loop of the infinity symbol, uh, using "yeah." It's almost like those people need some "yeah" in their life. They need some, like, hurry up and change a little bit. Like enough already.
1: Hurry up and slow the fuck down.
0: Like <laughs> seriously, yeah.
1: Uh huh. I agree. Like yeah, just relax, yeah. exhale you will be fine if you don't over control your whole life, everything will be fine.
0: So being in the kind of intuitive and business space, do you feel like Mexico, you already said that it felt like home when you first landed. Do you feel like just living there has opened up the gateway, opened up the doorway to just not only for yourself, but in order to help other people like living with arms wide open of you know sometimes we do need to slow down sometimes we do need to listen to that intuition do you feel like that's helped or almost
1: yeah does it make a difference
0: oh my goodness
1: I'm so much more connected to my intuition since I live here Mm -hmm. so much more because one, there's more opportunities to experience different kinds of things because we're not, people are not over-controlling everything here. So it's like, you're kind of just going with the natural flow of life. You know, you're not, it's not, things don't feel so manufactured in your Mm -hmm. day-to-day. And yeah, like I've just, because I, you know, intuition, you can access it when you're in your parasympathetic state in your relaxation response. And I am much more in my relaxation response here and so, yes, I have way more access to my intuition. Now then I
0: land in Canada and I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's just like, what happened? Everything's but, cold again. Like the human cold. connection is cold. Yeah. And also Except the weather. My,
1: yeah. A, thank God for my family. When I land there, I get all nice, warm and fuzzy, and particularly my, my sobrinos. But, um Yeah, it's definitely, I can, I feel the energetic difference when I, when I arrive in Montreal, it's like this, this heavier, darker energy of like, like when you, when you come here, it's, it's, it's like you, you know, when you have a plant and you forgot to water it and it's kind of like, Mm -hmm. that's kind of the energy I feel when I go to Canada. And then the energy when I come back here is like, oh, you water the plant. And then all of a sudden it's like back to life and like perky and alive and vibrant and it's kind of the i guess that's how i could explain my energy
0: it's that's a good explanation that's a really good visual of just a plant that's just droopy and sad really all of my plants because i'm not a good plant person i forget that they need like you know things like food and water and sun (laughs) but like all droopy and then you give it to what you give it what it needs And it's just like oh i am back to being proud and you know straight straight straightforward and and looking at the sun looking at the next step
1: yeah i totally agree i also catch my plants when they're half dead i just forget about them thank (laughs) god thank god we don't i mean most important we don't do that with our dogs
0: (laughs) yes instead we just say yeah enough enough Mm -hmm. already Stop pissing on my foot! (laughs) Please, and
1: there's like palm trees everywhere. Pick a tree, not my foot.
0: (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Well, is there to close out? Is there anything around, not only the word "yeah," but anything around kind of the evolution that you have with Spanish, that you have with with Mexico, that you have with business? Anything else you'd want to share?
1: No, I think, you know, I guess the only thing I'd want to share is that I think a lot of us have dreams of living these kinds of experiences. Like I have a lot of people that tell me like, oh, my God, you live in Mexico. How did you do it? And um, we kind of go from like people jump from like where the person was to where they are now as if it was like just one big easy leap and I think probably what I want to share that's most important is that in order to have really incredible experiences expansive experiences have those kind of eat pray love moments um, one you need time and two you need to let you need to you need to slow down you need to allow yourself to be vulnerable and to try different things and be awkward speaking Spanish for a few years and 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 opening yourself up to to being and thinking and doing in a brand new way you know and I think and, and so you can experience things incredible even in your own hometown where you are right now it's not so much about where you are obviously it's awesome if you can come to Mexico, but it's getting out of our habits and our automatic way of being, which is what happens when we connect to our intuition, right? Um, So I would just encourage people to like have some fun, let go of all the rules and the controlling and yeah. So really our
0: intuition will help us get out of whatever rut that we think that we're in, whatever rut we feel like we're in. Intuition is going to be the the thing that kind of pulls us out of that
1: yeah and if we do another infinity circle back to your first episode <laughs> um is intuition allows us to disfrutar, which is the thing that we're all chasing and craving is to just like enjoy life more and that's for me that's when I enjoy life most when I just listen to my intuition and like I take a break when my intuition is telling me to take a break. And I work when my intuition is telling me to work. And I go to the beach when it's telling me to go to the beach and just like following that inner compass, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. So it's almost like we can use. Yeah. When our intuition might be telling us, yeah, it might be telling us like enough. All right.
1: Yes. Like, do it. Go. to
0: slow down You have to slow and, down and go do that leap, go make that leap. And then, you know, until we keep growing and growing and growing but we can't grow if we're in a rut
1: yeah absolutely and if people want to like play with this um whether you're an entrepreneur or not like i work with entrepreneurs it doesn't really matter but on my website i have um a workshop and a guided meditation that helps to tap into your intuition well to connect to it and then like actually hear it um and like i said doesn't doesn't matter if you're an entrepreneur or not the 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 concept of what I'm talking about is, is relevant to anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, particularly the guided meditation is a really good way to just get slow down, get quiet and, uh, and just hear your inner wisdom.
0: Mm-hmm. Hear the yas.
1: Hear the yes. The yes, <laughs> yeah, it's yes and no. It's stop and go. It's enough or more. It's like, it's a total, it's, it's a, okay, it's where that
0: already is. Maybe you are already.
1: Yes. I am having like an Oprah aha moment. I just realized why I love this word so much. I love duality. So when I did my branding, I told them, I'm like, I need duality in my branding. I want to feel duality in my branding. And yeah, it's full of duality. That's
0: why I love it. It is a jello word. It, it is a word that it can fit into so many containers. And sometimes you just need to chill with it. Yeah, and just don't throw it at somebody that's not expecting it.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Be gentle with who you use yeah with.
0: (laughs) Yes, be gentle with your yeah. Be gentle with (laughs) yeah. But then also listen to it. I I think that's that's definitely key is listening to those moments where either your intuition or your body or your brain is going basta yeah, like enough already. I'm over this shit. Let's move on. But then it's also enough to know, like, when to move on and when to stay. And you're like, oh man, no, no estoy lista ya. Like, I'm not, I'm not ready yet. It's almost like a todavía or an aún, like, not ready yet. But when I get there, it'll be ya.
1: I'm like, loving this moment right now. I did not think that we would be able to connect ya to intuition today, to be honest. I love this. Well. Amazing.
0: Little did you know this little machia that we always have. The yeah, machia nosune. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it'll get us to where we want to go. But yes, so mm-hmm. ya is jello. Yeah, it is jello. soft and squishy. Don't throw it at people that aren't expecting <laughs> it. Be careful with your ya, but also listen to it and cherish it. and Don't forget about it in the fridge because then it'll go stale
1: yeah that's not as powerful anymore <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes <laughs> well como siempre it has been such a pleasure mm-hmm. to just see you and and talk spanish and spanglish and cultura and identidad and language in mexico
1: Sí, i agree. Entre mexico in Mexico, we love you. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and we
0: are waiting for you,
1: Megan, with SPF 80 Your room yes. is ready. Yes. You are on vacation.
0: <laughs> <Ya me> voy. boy. <laughs> <Ya> me boy. <laughs> okay, un abrazo fuerte. Until next time. Gracias otra vez, and thank you so much for coming along with me on this ride to Una Palabra Sola. Be sure to check out the show notes for additional worksheets and materials. If you have a word that you would like me to review, please feel free to let me know at aprovecharlanguagesolutions.com. Hasta la próxima vez, until next time.